0: Hey everybody, welcome to Your Prophetic Word. It's your friend Madra. As you come in, please hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and stay tuned for a powerful word from the Spirit of the Lord. If you hear a preacher talking or a prophet prophesying and you want to test that spirit, you take it to God and you look at the fruit of that person. You look at the fruit of what they're saying. Does it bring love? Does it bring joy? Does it bring peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? If it does, then that's a good indicator that you're dealing with the Holy Spirit, right? So you have to get to know the Holy Spirit before you can hear from the Holy Spirit or before you can discern whether you're hearing from the Holy Spirit. Because many of you can be hearing from God every day and not even know that it is God, okay? you just have to get familiar with how he's talking to you. And that's gonna have a lot more to do with your personality than anyone else's because God has known you before when you were in your mother's womb and even before that, because you came from God. So he knew how you would relate to other people. He knew whether or not you would like movies, whether or not you would pay attention to billboards. He know if you're he knows that if you're the type of person that will listen to your best friend, he knows that if you're a mama's boy, you're gonna hear mama's voice and, and, and know that it's safe. He knows that if you're a, a daddy's girl and you hear your dad's voice speaking, you're gonna feel safer. And he's gonna use things like that and play on those things to talk to you. But we're gonna get into that a little bit later. Right now, we're just talking about the attributes of the Holy Spirit. And we're talking about the seven spirits of God found in Isaiah 11 and 2. And I'll make notes about the scriptures that I'm referencing about the fruit of the spirit and Isaiah 11 and 2. You know, just to put in your notes if you need it. Now. Another set of points that we're going to talk about today. Everything has a voice, right? I have a voice. You have a voice. Everything has a voice. Your body has a voice. Your soul has a voice. Your spirit has a voice. Well, you may be saying to yourself, well, how can my body have a voice? If your foot hurts, your foot's voice is telling you something's wrong with me. The spirit, your spirit has consciousness, right? You have a conscious. The voice of your spirit is your consciousness. I'll give you an example. You can walk into a room and for some reason you may feel something's not right. You can't put your finger on it, but your conscious is bothering you and letting you know you may not need to be in this certain room right now. Or you may need to move to a different part of the room. That's your spirit that has caught up to something that you're not fully aware of, but it's speaking to you through your consciousness. Okay? Your soul has a voice. You may be saying, well, how can my soul has a voice? What, what is a soul? Well, many of you know your soul com- is composed of your mind, your will, your emotions. You know, it's the, your soul is a part of you that reasons. It's how you think, it's what you think. You know, if you are uh, analyze things, men are, you know, they like to analyze things. Women, we like to kind of, we, we have a tendency to kind of flow in our emotions, but um, we're both coming from places of our soul, right? And so your spirit has a voice, which is your consciousness. Your body has a voice, which is your feelings and your soul has a voice. You can hear your mind and your will and emotions flowing through you or your or your reasoning, right? And so when you, what you want to do is to begin to consecrate yourself. And when I say that, I mean, take an example, Joshua three and five says, consecrate yourself and God will do wonders. He will, you know, you can get your soul right. You can fast and make your your strong your, um, your spirit get stronger. You can quiet your flesh when you're, doing, when you're fasting right. But when you consecrate yourself, you're getting your mind right. You're getting your soul right. And what I mean by that is that you can pull away from TV. You can pull away from social media. You can put a, pull away from news. You can pull away from magazines and newspapers. You can pull away from all the things that distract your mind and your soul and that eat away at it that make you dull to hearing what God is saying because it's so inundated and filled with things that are coming from at you in so many different directions. So we need to consecrate ourselves to get our minds right, to get our soul to a place that we can discern what our spirit is saying. And why is that important? Because your spirit is the part of you that is connected to Mm -hmm. Father God.